All right, let's get started with today. Uh, by the way, this comes from Clubhouse. Uh, last Tuesday, we, we were uh, discussing what's working for real estate agents and what is not, right? I'm gonna tell you right now what's working for most of the agents in coaching. But I also wanna hear it from you. What's working for you? And I'm gonna give you a couple of things that are not working very well, all right? So let's get started with that. Uh, only, we're always with the same question that I ask you every week, right? First, jump into this. Are you, what, how many social conversations are you having about real estate? Hey, Josefina, how you doing? Hey, Josefina says to me, how are you, Orlando? Good, I just came from an open house. Or listen, I have this new listing that got 72 calls and 43 uh, uh, offers on it. I have this pending that is driving me crazy. It's been pending for almost two months and I'm trying to close it and it's been impossible. Close, I just close a transaction. Right? When people ask you, how are you? You just let them know, you, you relate that question uh, to something uh, about real estate, right? And if you see they engage, you continue. And if they don't engage, you just move on, right? We wanna make sure that they see us as the experts of choice. Remember guys, people do business with us, not only because they know us, like us and trust us, but because we constantly remind them of what we do. So my question to you, are you constantly reminding your audience, your sphere of influence, your past clients, what you do? Because if not, somebody else is doing it, right? Remember, we are not in the business of real estate. We're in the business of marketing. And we need to talk about it. We don't want to be annoying. We don't want to be giving business cards to everybody un unsolicited, right? We don't want to say we're real estate agents. We just want to create or, or start that conversation that relates to you being an agent, right? Very important. All right. So right here, what can you do to eliminate, automate, or delegate today, today? Remember guys, you can't have money freedom until you achieve time freedom. Look at how important this is. You can't have money freedom until you achieve time freedom. This quote is not mine. It comes from Dan Sullivan, my business coach. I should have put his, uh, his name right here, all right? So going back to this, so if, if we can achieve, all right, money freedom until we achieve time freedom, how can we free up time? What can we eliminate? What can we automate? What can we delegate, right? So I highly recommend, and I think I talked about it uh, last week, uh, about a book that is called Finding the Who, Not the How. The Who, Not the How. And I'm gonna give it to you right here. I highly recommend that even if you're a brand new agent, all right, I want you to get this book right here. Uh, again, when I got started in this business, I had one assistant. Actually, it wasn't an assistant. It was a company answering my phone calls, right, for $99 per month. That company, and I think that they're, they're still in business, is called 1-800-WE-ANSWER, all right? Uh, and, and Josefina, you said you started uh, listening to the book yesterday. I'm going to put it right here. All right. Can you, can you elaborate a little bit on that? And, and what have you read so far? I'm still on chapter one, but it's basically on finding your who. 
uh, you know, on everything you trying to accomplish and do. So, which it's really amazing. And it yep. kind of starts talking about the beginning about how Michael Jordan won so many championships. Um, he really cannot do it alone. You know, mm -hmm. he needed an entire team to be able to be an amazing, you know, basketball player and win as many championships as they did. So exactly. So it's really good. <clears throat> the bigger our goals, the more who's we have to find. So right here, you're going to see it. I'm going to share it with you. This is this is the, the book, Who, Not How, all right, by Dan Sullivan. Who, Not How. Doesn't really matter if you are a brand new agent. You just got your license this morning. It doesn't really matter, all right? We need to start thinking about who can help me get there, right? For example, I'm your who. I'm not saying to delegate everything, all right? So I, you already found me as your who to develop your real estate uh, business. So how can I, how can I learn how to pre-qualify, how to follow up, how to present, how to handle objections? How do I learn the objections? Who can teach me the objections? How can I learn to make an effective presentation? Who can help me make an effective presentation? So there's always a who for you, right? And the more who's you find, the faster you will grow. Remember, in order to make more money, you need to free up more time, all right? As we saw it right here. So I want you to start thinking today, even if it's a brand new agent, don't try to learn everything on your own. Who can teach me A, B, or C? Instead of how can I learn this? Who is the person who can teach me the best? I don't want to learn how to make a listing presentation. Who is going to be the person who is a master at listing presentations? You have right here. It's just an example. All right. Find the who's. And we have right here and Talita Pinedo. Talita is right here today. She's a top, top agent in South Florida. All right. Uh, and I know she's listening because I see her face. I was just talking to her earlier this morning. She actually was in, in Clubhouse and she has found many who's. I've worked with Talita, I think, for the last eight years. Top, top, top agent in South Florida. And she has five to seven who's in her team. Right. So let's continue with that. Very, very important. All right. Finding the who's, not only the how. Right. So certificate. So I want to learn. I want to make sure that, that you're positioned in the right way to have a higher chance of getting a listing. And hey, Talita, now I see you. How are you? All right, many of you recognize Talita. If you don't, make a screenshot, her name, and look at her productivity. Incredible productivity. I was, yeah, you deserve it, all right? Anyways, I'll continue. Don't, right. don't do the screenshot <laughs> right now. I just, you know, I have my wake up, waking up face, but yes. Uh, don't, don't worry. Oh, another thing that I'm going to recommend. Go to the Miami Real Estate Show and watch her interview in the Miami Real Estate Show. You're going to love it. Go to the Miami Real Estate Show and watch her, her interview. All right, make a screenshot, look at her name. All right. If I can add one thing, I was just telling uh, you in the chat, I hired an assistant when I couldn't even afford because I remember telling me, Talita, if you do this and if you, you know, if you have to go get the key and make a copy of the key and do the inventory list, you're never going to produce. So mm -hmm. I hired an assistant and my goal was to be able to make enough money to pay my bills and my assistant. That was my first step, you know? So, uh, you know, don't think that 
uh, setting goals that are high like this it will, it will make you failure. Sorry, uh, it will or not. You, you're just gonna make it more and get achieve more goals. Mm -hmm. uh, just when I add this because that's a very true story. I, I came from 89 cents on my bank account in the same year to 125,000 just by doing and uh, finding the who's. So right. look for it and, and listen to Orlando. He's a good, 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 amazing coach. Thank you. So by, by the way, Talita, all right, I, I won't go into the figures, but she's a half a million dollar plus GCI. I don't want to say how much more, but she's a half a million dollar plus GCI agent. All right, she's a very, very productive agent. And, and I remember working with you right from the beginning. I remember you were getting started in real estate, it was like eight years ago, and you said to me, one day I'll be in the Miami real estate show. And that has been one of the most requested interviews on the show or seen. And, and I've been twice already. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm waiting I, for the third time now. <laughs> we'll do the third. We'll do the third time via Zoom. So again, please guys watch that interview, especially the last one. Uh, you know, she was more seasoned and people really, really seem to, to enjoy that one. And I remember saying to you, if you don't have an assistant, you are the assistant. Right, guys? So again, yeah, we talk about all those things, about getting more listings, about making more money. Stop, right? Do we have the support system behind us? Do we have the who's that are going to help us, right, achieve the, those goals, right? If we're thinking on the how, we're thinking way too small. If we're thinking about how, we're thinking way too small. Look at Talita. She, had, she said she had 95 cents in the bank account. But again, I was thinking about the who can help me grow this business. Thinking about the how is way too small. And you see the results with Talita, all right? So I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I wanna talk to you. And by the way, I, you're here today and we didn't plan this, but let me open this. Uh, think about what's working for you guys. I'm not talking now, not only to Talita, but what's gonna give you the highest chance of getting a listing? Because right now the market in most parts of the country are, it's very, very, very hot. Right, so now you have to compete with other listing agents and sometimes sellers don't even wanna give you their listing. So what is working right now for you guys in terms of competing in the marketplace for the listing? Let me get you this, right? And Talita, we didn't plan this today, but look what I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna show. Oh, I, oh look, look what I just saw. I, I swear we didn't plan on this, look at this. All right, by who? My Talita Pinero. I swear, I, 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 we did not plan this. Yes or no, Talita? All right? We didn't plan. I, 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 I'm not, I don't come here every Monday, so I just, you know. <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> right? So let me show you right now what, what's, what's working right now for, for many of our agents right now, all right? When you go to a listing presentation, yeah, it's good to have a brochure of, of your company and what you've done in the past. That is great. But how can you add a value to that listing presentation so you can position yourself at a much higher place than any other agent, right? Remember, at the end of the day, the seller is comparing you, right, to other agents. And what is he comparing? Your chances of selling the property faster than the other agent and the value you're bringing to the table. So what are we going to offer them? So as I said before, well, because I have it right here, right? All of you should go to a presentation with a package, right? With a box like this, right? With a box. Why a box instead of just a regular brochure? What do we do with the brochure? 
we get it, we see it with the agent, and then we file it. A box like this is designed not to fit anywhere. You can put it in a drawer, all right? It's much, it's much more difficult to hide. By the way, by bringing a box like this to a listing presentation, you are already making a difference. You are different, all right? Now people, it's this guy right here. When we go to a, 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 se a live session, you get the, the real estate black box, right? It's everything is digitally inside, but the perceived value is much higher. So the question that I'm asking you right now, when you go to a listing presentation, what is the perceived value you're giving to your sellers? Again, because you're competing against other agents, you need to increase your perceived value. This box, all right, it's about $30. It's not a big deal, all right? But when you come with it, whoa, what, what is that? Oh, now I get your attention. Now, I'm going to show you Talita in a box like that. She has this, right? I like to sell in your home, right? It has a lot of information, a lot of information. How many pages do we have here? We have about, what is it? 20, 22 pages, 22 pages about how to sell a property. But not only that, look at this right here. Look commission promotion, right? That, that is physical, guys. That is physical. You're not telling the client. They can touch it. Other agents come and they tell them, they talk about it, but what is the perceived value, right? You have right here $1,000 in commission, right? You have $250, uh, $250 for electrical cost. You have right here for closing cost, $250. You have cleaning Last week, we had Sean Kakaska, one of the top, top real estate coaches in the nation. Him and I worked together in the same group. And he was saying, when he trains agents, right, he has a deal with a handyman. All right? So he has a deal with a handyman. And what he does is, the handyman charges about $80 per, per hour. Or I think it's, no, I'm sorry, $40 per hour. Right? So 80 in total. And he gives it to him for $50. Why? Look at what he says. All right. When I go to a listing, his agents, when an agent goes to a listing presentation, he has already negotiate, negotiated with the handyman at discounted rate for $50 two hours. Why? He says, well, most likely when you, the handyman, go to that property, usually the seller will ask you to what? To do more than two hours. So the $30 you discounted to me, all right, you're most likely going to recoup. I'm selling that as a perceived value of $80 to $100 per hour. So $200, Mr. Seller, I'm going to give you $200 for a handyman to fix your property before we put it for sale in the market. So why would we want to do that? Because as we know, the appraisers, right, the home inspector, I'm sorry, when they do the home inspection, they put all the little details that you know it can be those $200 but they put it up to a thousand a thousand five hundred we don't want all these little details Mr. Seller to appear in the inspection so at my cost once you authorize me to sell your property I'm going to bring a handyman and he's going to fix all the little details right and I'll cover the cost of that handyman which is about $200 same thing with a uh, cleaning Right. When we do an open house, you to tell them when I do the open house, I'll, 
have a, my certificate for you that you don't have to worry about it. My clinic crew is going to come and clean everybody or, or the whole house. Uh, in my case, I do have a, a concierge service company, so it's easier for me to do that too. But, you know, Orlando, for all your um, agents, if they need those kind of service, I can give them discount as well, and they can do the same kind of voucher. Right. So this is also that has been, you know, effective. Also the moving, when the sellers needs to move out, uh, I give them a 250 or I don't remember 350 uh, uh, discount on moving. Maybe you have that, maybe you don't have, yeah. Uh, so that I negotiate already with the moving company and, and it, you know, it adds value to the, to the listing presentation. When I get to all this with my client, the last one that I did, he's like, are you really in real estate or in marketing? I'm like, well, <laughs> I, I went to in both, right? So. Uh, most of the time I send this uh, information to my clients the night before overnight so they can get there uh, the box with all the information before I get there and with the leasing agreement already prepared just with the price blank so we can decide together there and usually the leasing presentation or the leasing agreement is signed even before I get there. So that's something that it has been very, very powerful and that's definitely something that you guys should use. You see all the things she offers. Look, there is a cleaning certificate. Write that down. Cleaning. Moving. Photography. Right? Uber. Amazon. Appraisal. Commission credit. Electrical cost. Inspection right? What are the values, the things you're giving your clients today? Most agents are going to focus on how much they're going to do. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to call you every single time and says Rolando says, well, that's amazing. That that's make, allows you to stand out, Rolando, right? That allows you to stand out. All right. That's critical. All right. Very, very, very important. Most right? of the, the, the seller said to me, wow, I never got even a flower and closing from my, my realtors, my previous realtors and everything they giving to me upfront is, is amazing. So I never lose a listing presentation when I take this package with me. Mm -hmm. You understand that? That preparation, that in your listing presentation and Rolando says, I need to prepare for a presentation for this Wednesday and another one on Friday. Good job. I've done it before. And I got the listings and I know you're a successful agent, very successful agent, but feel that I have, you know, improvised in the past. Most agents do, right? We want to go prepare and we want to go there and deliver as much value as we can. Come with the big box, show them all the things we want to give them. And then of course we talk about all the, you know, the, uh, the marketing, the open houses, et cetera. Right, very, very, very important. I think somebody said, Maureen said, can I hire a virtual assistant to do it for me? Of course, that's the idea. That's the key. We don't wanna do this. Talita, do you have a designer in your team or do you did this by yourself? I have a designer in my team. Exactly, right? Of course, Talita has a designer, you know, she's grown her team, you know, big, big time. But for those of you who are newer, you can go to Fiverr. You can get this design for $50, $60. You pay that for it once and that's done. Find the who can design it for you. 
Find who can print it for you. Not ask yourself, how can I design this? It would be a waste of your time. And I'm telling you, you don't have the software, you don't have the equipment, and you don't have the knowledge to design something like this. And if you do, it's going to take you three or four hours. Your time is where more valuable. All right? Very good. Very good. And Rolando, thank you for, for that honesty. I mean, when we realize that we can improve, that's the first step to improvement. All right? Very, very, very important. All right? Uh, so Maribel, uh, good morning. Maribel says, good morning. Could you give, could you please give me, give us three strategies to get listings? Yes. So number one, first and foremost, before we do, or before we go out and uh, search for listings, number one, guys, watch module number one, how to identify your farm area. You need to identify a very specific area. Every single top agent focuses in one area. Number two, develop the specialized knowledge. Develop the specialized knowledge. What do I mean by that? Six things, Maribel. I need to know exactly how many properties are for sale. One, two, three, four, five bedroom units in that area. Number two, the average price of those properties. Number three, the average price per square foot. Number four, the highest for sale. Number five, the lowest for sale. And finally, days on the market. I need to know my market better than anybody else before I go and do the marketing. How do we get listings? We need to find the sellers. How do we find the sellers? Please write this down. Four ways to find the sellers. Get the email list in your area of everybody that owns a property. You should all have the list of owners in your area. If you don't know how, email me, Orlando at Monte Organization. Please don't put it here in the, in the chat box because I won't able to respond through here. Orlando at Monte Organization. Orlando, how can I get the list of owners, the list of email, uh, the, the list of emails of owners in my area? All right. So that's number one, Maribel. Very good question. Number two, all right, create social media campaigns tailored to sellers. All right. Social media campaigns tailored to sellers. And let me see if I can find one right here real quick. I'm gonna try to do that right here. In the meantime, write down the third one. You wanna do that right here. I think I have it right here. Uh, yes, I got it. So how are you gonna create a social media campaign? Please take out your phones, all right? This is the copy for the campaign. All you're going to do is just change, change the name of the area right here, right, right here. You can see it right there, right there. That's the campaign. Thinking about selling your home in whatever area you live, learn the five mistakes owners in your area make when selling your home. The picture should be about that area. So that's number two, marketing, email marketing, all right? And social media, very, very important. Number three, right now, realtors.com and Zillow, well, Zillow is a competitor, so I would never, recommend you use Zillow, all right? Even if it's working, right? So realtors.com at this moment with the agents that I'm working with, it's not working very well. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't, all right? But online marketing, you have realtors.com, you have Google ads, you have retargeting, et cetera. And finally, Maribel, to get listings, very important, all right? Open houses, the number one strategy, and you says to get listings, the number one strategy, Maribel, Open houses, nothing compared to open houses. 
There is no other way, no better way of getting sellers leads than open houses. Nothing compares to it. I don't say that. Riley Smith, number one agent in listings in Miami says that in the interview in the Miami Real Estate Show. Andrew Duncan, I think is top three in the world for Remax, all right? He says that in the show, 800 listings per year. Number one strategy, open houses, right? You don't know how to do an open house? Go into our platform and look for the open house guide. We give you the four steps to doing a successful open house. So I hope uh, uh, that out answers uh, the question, Maribel. But again, watch guys, um, watch, look at this guys. Let, let me go into, uh, for those of you who want the whole strategy on uh, getting more listings, all right? And also doing open houses. I'm gonna guide you a little bit for those of you who are a little bit newer uh, with our program, with our platform. I'm gonna get you right here. So once you go here, please pay attention to this one. It's very, very important, all right? Once you go here to our site, right? All of you know how to get in, of course. If not, you wouldn't be here today. So you log in, you go here to the workshops, English, and go to the how to become a top listing agent workshop right here, how to become a top listing agent. I brought four top listing agents, all right? And they share their strategies, right? Watch that workshop. Also, I, I want you to watch go... that. I was there. I remember. Remember, I was there. It was really, really nice. So you guys it was very that. good, right? Uh, yeah, you were here live because we did it live, right? Remember, with, with an audience. Right? Everybody, guys, if you can please mute your your uh, your microphones, I really appreciate it. Also, for open houses, go here and thank you, Talita, for that comment. Uh, go to the library right here. You can see the library, okay? And then you scroll down and you're going to see the strategy for open houses. Again, it's the number one strategy for getting listings, open houses right here. So you have the uh, how to become a top listing agent workshop. One of the things that we mentioned is open houses. And then you can go here and download the open house guide, the four steps to making a successful open house. Very important you do that. All right, good, 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 good. All right, so let's continue down. Rolando, wow, that's amazing. That stands out from what it's out there. Different. Thank you very much for the comment, Rolando. Again, we wanna be not only different, but we wanna be better. And thank you very much for, for that comment, all right? Uh, again, uh, Ninoska, wow, we need to do that. Amazing, Talita. Yeah, that's what it takes, guys, right? You know, just to make sure that you provide uh, value for your clients, right? Uh, you want to be competitive, especially in this marketplace where that is so, so, so hot uh, that we want to give as much as we can. Uh, Jeff, you had a question? You have a, you had a, a comment? Hey, Orlando. Yeah, thanks. Sure. Um, I've been using the 5-1 formula, uh -huh. which um, for those that um, haven't studied it yet, I've chosen uh, one market or one farm area. Uh, one product, uh, one lead gen, one lead conversion mm -hmm. over one quarter, which is, I just started as an agent. So it's my first quarter. Yep. Uh, it has been very productive. So um, I can't say that I have a listing yet, but mm -hmm. this past weekend, I, I, I've been knocking on doors. Throughout, so the lead generation is knocking on doors and um, I'm not afraid to do that. So I, I can imagine that's uncomfortable for some people, but I, I went up to a homeowner 
and I, I knew him by name. I knew all the specs on the house before going into that, and he was impressed by that. Um, and he said, uh, you can have the listing. I just need two months to, to move out. How do I close on this? How do I make sure that that's going to be uh, my listing? So again, oh, yeah, very good question and congratulations, uh, Jeff. You have been in the business for at least, uh, for at most, I don't think more than four months. So we're two months, exactly. So very, very, very good. So how do we close on that? The, the, the way to close a client is by understanding their motivation, right? So what's the technique? The technique is listening to that person because I, I can't sell you something unless, unless I know what you want to buy. You understand that? I can't sell you something until I know what you want to buy. Okay, so how do we translate this to two months before he moves out? Okay, so why is it exactly that you want to sell? Uh, by the way, most likely they said the closing of the property is gonna take more than two months. So there is a financial incentive for them to list the property now rather than later. Right, because if they, they they wait to move out, right, and then they gotta wait two or three months before they close on the property, assuming that market is hot, which most likely is, right. So let's say two three months, you gotta pay maintenance, you gotta pay taxes, and most likely mortgage. So let's say it's at least four to five thousand dollars per month if we include everything, right? That is potentially fifteen to twenty thousand dollars that client have to pay just for waiting for two months. Does that make sense? Mm. Right. But again, I don't know if his motivation is financial. Some people is just, listen, I don't care if I, you know, I rather wait two months because it's convenient for me, mm -hmm. right? Or paying two mortgages. Why would you want to pay two mortgages? You got to move out or pay rent and then also pay for the mortgage. So again, I can't sell you until I know exactly what you want to buy. So how can I sell you the idea of listing the property right now rather than later until I know why you want to sell, right? Does that make sense? So you wanna go back to him and understand what, do you know why he wants to, to sell the property? The neighborhood has changed and he doesn't, he's not attached to the neighborhood anymore. Okay. And he mentioned moving out of state to another state. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. So again, and, and you want to go through his pain, right? So what happens if we find a client right now and that client, you know, that will put the, the closing after you move out? Let's say, uh, what is it? We're in March, April, May, the end of May. How much would that save you? How much emotional release would that give you? That Listen, you know what? I'm, you know, I can move out and I know the property is going to be sold. By the way, it's going to take at least 60, 60 days, right? Is it that much of an inconvenience to show your property? Why, why don't we put certain days and times of the day where we can show the property, right? Can we accomplish the goal of selling your home if we don't put it for sale right away? Can we? No, but again, you need to go back to him and understand exactly what is it that he wants to accomplish with the sale of the home. Make sense? Okay. Yeah, because I'm going to have a phone call with him to follow up. So that'll Just be ask good. Him. 
Ask him, ask him, ask him. All right. Very good. All right. Uh, very good. Rolando, congratulations. $1.3 million listing presentation and 900,000. Man, I gotta be very, very prepared for that. I know you will. I know you will. All right. Carla, if you order the box, do you customize the, uh, customize the content? Yeah. In this case, for example, look at Talita, right? Talita has the seller's guide. Talita has all this information, right? Uh, about certificates. Uh, you put whatever you want in that, in that uh, box that is relevant to the client, right? Again, we want to put as much as we can. Maybe you put a phone cover. Maybe you put those little things in the back with your name, right? Uh, you put the marketing strategy that you're going to utilize for selling their home, uh, right? So the more, think about, and, 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 and again, let's, let's be open. That, that's what I wanted to talk about today, right? What are you offering your clients to increase the perceived value of your services? I need to get there and I need to make sure that the perceived value is huge, all right? Uh, Ninoska, where can I find a black box uh, like that one? Send me an email for those of you who wanna learn about the black box and I'll just refer you to uh, the printing company uh, that does that for us, all right? And I'll be more than glad to do so, all right? Let me meet everybody. Uh, how can I be prepared for something like that for this Wednesday or Friday? Of course, the box is not gonna be done by Friday, but you wanna print, all right? Things like this and put it in your package, all right? Very, very important. Good morning, does this apply to commercial properties? How do I find commercial property owners? I have no clue, unfortunately. I am not an expert in commercial real estate. Uh, we are experts on marketing and converting those clients. So Keisha, I don't know, I'm not an expert in commercial and I don't wanna try to be one, all right? Sorry about that. Talita, and if you don't have the listing offer to do open houses uh, to the top agents on your company, that's exactly right. Talita makes a very, very good point. Some of you don't have listings right now, all right? So ask the listing agents in your company or even easier, go to your broker and ask your broker, all right, to contact, to put you in contact with a listing agent in your area, all right? Very important. And share, by the way, share the... Uh, the leads with that listing agent, all right? Uh, Monica, yes, Orlando, I understand. However, most of the open houses now are online. How do you go about that? Uh, I would respectfully disagree, Monica, with that statement. I see you right there. Hello, all right? I haven't seen you in a while. So hi, I just wrote to you uh, via email uh, this Saturday. So actually not. Uh, and, and you know, Nancy Bachelor, very, very uh, famous uh, listing agent here in South Florida. She does at least two or three different open houses, physical open houses a week. I see open houses happening all the time. I see somebody that speaks all the time on Mondays here walking, and now he knows who I'm talking about, doing exercise right now, who is a listing agent. And he does uh, open houses every single weekend, all right? Uh, I yeah, I went, I went on MLS, you know, and I searched for it, and 90% um, of them was a virtual thing. Okay. So when you were referring to getting uh, listings, I was like, okay, I don't mind. I wanted to go, honestly, but the, my client was looking is looking there for the, uh, it's a cash deal, 2.5 million for the house with the dock. And um, honestly, I searched all of the properties and I want whatever I want to go, nothing is available. It was, was available, was only virtually. Okay. So, Okay. 
Well, right. if you're look, uh, searching for a specific property because you have the buyer, you actually don't need the open house. But I see open well, house. I, I was looking in general for that, but okay. I wanted to do open houses, you know, for the reason to get more, you know, um, listing leads or whatever. Just ask them to help them or anything. Yeah, no? I, I see open houses, especially in South Florida, happening everywhere. Are they many uh, virtual? Yes but I see a lot of them happening. As a matter of fact, I posted, Monica, so don't be afraid of doing open houses. I posted, uh, is Jose here today? I don't know if Jose is here today. Uh, and uh, Thomas, you're here today. Do you do open houses every weekend? I know you're- Yes, sir. Yeah, I I'm sorry, I was on a simultaneous call. Lots of calls today. <laughs> yeah, I do open houses. I did yesterday and this week, I'm stepping it up. We're starting to the Wednesday and Sunday on this house because it's moving. And I really would like to get this sold on record time. So I'm stepping up the game. Right. Maybe even Saturday, eventually, like three times a week. Um, had good traffic yesterday. Last Sunday, we had eight people. We're talking a $6.8 million house. I mean, we're not talking just any house. So, uh, and yeah, starting to work with somebody. Let's see what happens. Let's see. Right. It's exciting, but it doesn't happen unless you make it happen, basically. Exactly. So thank we you. We always have to be proactive. You have to be proactive. You have to be very Sorry. proactive. Exactly. So very proactive. You can't wait for the game to come to you. You have to go to the game. There you go. All right. So yeah, Monica, it's happening. It, it's happening. And I know, you know, there are some uh, I posted, as I said, I posted a video of an open house in Pembroke Pines. Uh, the people, I mean, lines outside and Jose is not here today. I think he was here earlier and he did an open house, almost like 300 people show up. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, so again, guys, open houses are happening today. Um, please put up the seller's campaign again. Oh, okay. So Brian, Monica, I don't know if that answered your question. If you want- well, I, I, I get it because you, you what, okay. From the beginning. So you need to have your own listings in order and do listings and do open houses in order to get more listings. That's what you're referring to. It's not like uh, you go to open houses, get more listings because it doesn't work that way, obviously. And I was looking for even to see how the open houses work, but when I bump to 90% virtually, then you know the chances of getting uh, somebody actually in the doors uh, are lower. But I guess, I mean, it's multi uh, multiple offered market and um, I'm looking for free pro properties and it, uh, they go within uh, two hours, two hours and a half. Mm -hmm. So uh, we were like on the third day there. So we have no, we are like our offer is on the back. However, it's a cash offer is still on the back. And um, so um, I understand you have to be like fast and everything else, but uh, I guess the only thing that makes sense if you, this is your listings to do the open houses. You, you got, and, and again, if not, talk to your broker and ask him to give you listings in, the, in, in that area. Very, very important if you don't have the okay, listings so right now, okay? Brian says, please put up the seller's campaign. Again, as you can see right here, it's a 21 page uh, campaign, all right? Uh, and it talks about the process of selling their home. Uh, thank you, Orlando. Hey guys, I've jumped to a meeting right now. Okay, that's okay. That's Talita. Uh, uh, let's see, uh, what else? Black box information. Yeah, Crystal, just email me, Orlando at MonteroOrganization.com. I'll just refer you to the company that does, that, that, that creates a black, uh, black boxes for us, all right? Uh, Anthony, every listing you get should generate at least two to three referrals per year. 
100%. And that's on the low end, two to three referrals per year. Very, very good. Uh, Scott, thank you very much. Four ways to find sellers, email list, social media, open houses. What's the fourth one? No, no. Okay. So the four ways, right, to get into less sellers. Number one, email marketing. You should have the list of owners in your area. Number two, social media, as I show you right now, that campaign. Number three, online marketing. Realtors.com, Google Ads, retargeting. Number four, offline marketing. Offline marketing. Offline marketing is open houses, magazines, newspapers, postcards, etc. All right? Very, very, very good. Uh, all right. So, uh, Ilaria, thank you very much for that comment. IMAP works for commercial too. Again, uh, I, I want to refrain myself for making comments on commercial. I do not work commercial. Uh, Hydra, a recommendation. I learned this a long, long time ago in terms of commercial. If I'm going to be into commercial, I need to be an expert on commercial. Commercial is a, in a good sense. It's like a little mafia, right? Uh, the agents that work commercial and, and Josefina laughs and that, that's, that's nationwide, right? They belong to what's called the CCIM, right? Um, and I did two CCIM courses. And if you're not a CCIM, it's very difficult for them to, to open up to you. So whenever I have a commercial deal, I refer to a CCIM, a CCIM agent in my market. I don't know much about commercial. I don't wanna pretend that I know a lot. I'm gonna waste a lot of my time talking about commercial. I don't have the skills. I don't have the ability. I'd rather refer again 20 to 25%. That's simple. And I know my client is going to be taken care of. And Tomas, you see Thomas Hoffman, one of the top agents in South Florida, going like that right here. If you are not, if you are going to do commercial, only do that. And you should work with a commercial real estate firm, right? Because everything in your environment, right, it's all about commercial. And remember, all right, your success. Right? The number one thing that is going to determine your success is the people you are surrounded by. If you want to be successful in commercial real estate, and I don't know which company you're working at, go to a commercial real estate company where they can teach you, where they can give you the deals, where they can tell you where to get the information, where they give you feedback. Right? It's a completely different world. In my, in my own uh, case, all right, I don't like it. It's too much work for too little money. Oh my God, it's painful. It's like eight, 10 months to get a deal. And sometimes one and a half to 2% commission. Uh, uh, it's not fun. Thomas. And, and you know why I don't do them? <laughs> because I can't work a deal for a year and then have somebody wake up on the wrong side of the bed and say, oh no, we're calling it off. I mean, yeah. you have to really, really have strength in your mind and stomach to be able to do that. Now, some people I know, they do very well in commercial, oh, yeah. but that's all they do and they have a pipeline. So they're working 30 deals. And from these 30 deals, you know, one is happening every other month. Okay, maybe you can do, but to build it up to that point is very frustrating. I like instant gratification. I like money now. <laughs> like the ladies say, I want it, I want it all, and I want it now. <laughs> that's what they say, right? So, and that, and by the way, uh, reconstruction has been the greatest in that because there's very little obstacle to getting to a closing, of course. And you get paid in stages, which is amazing because you make one deal, you get paid three times. Can you imagine, guys? You get paid now, you get paid down the road, and you get paid more next year. 
So it's kind of a residual in a way when you do reconstruction. However, the market in reconstruction is not what it used to be, but I can see it coming back now. I can see that it's starting to pick up steam. You see new projects coming online and the inventory is just shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. Right. Yeah. And uh, by the way, you know, in a pre-construction deal, you make 6% or more. In Orlando, in Orlando, I know a project pays 10%. We've been there. So you make anywhere from five to 10. Why do you want to make 1% in commercial and split it in three people and then collect it in a year from now and maybe don't collect it at all? Right. Right. Yeah. That, that's my recommendation. By the way, look what? at what Thomas said. Right. Uh, you don't see commercial real estate agents trying to do residential. That's all they do. Got it? So again, nothing, nothing against commercial real estate, but if you're going to be a commercial real estate agent, be a commercial real estate agent. Refer the rest, all right? There is a lot to Just know. It's a different game. It's a different game. Different game. I'd rather deal with the emotional aspect of buying a residential property and the ops, and I don't like the toilet, right? I get it. I, 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 can, I can take that. But again, waiting a year to get a, a, a one and a half percent, two percent, and splitting it against three people, uh, and all the things you truly need to know, uh, that that's just not me and most real estate agents. I'm not saying it's bad, right? Just I'm just asking you to consider and making sure you become an expert in one thing. That's all. With my friends, if I may, what I share always is make money in residential, invest in commercial, have the commercial guys yeah. work for you, have them. Uh, property all over the place you know and uh, just yeah. in commercial that's nothing yeah. wrong with it. it's probably a better investment yeah. in terms of uh, you know uh, revenue and uh, but but right now that's questionable yeah. with the pandemic yeah. we'll see what happens thomas Keish is asking where's your when, where was your open house your property 6775 southwest 102nd terrace pinecrest you guys are welcome to show up. Come uh, next Wednesday. I'm doing it from two to five, and next Sunday we're doing two this week. Say that again. 61. I'm upping the game. We need to sell this house. Sixty-seven seventy-five Southwest One Hundred and Second Terrace. One Hundred and Second Terrace. It's not. Yeah, it's not in Pinecrest. It's not yet listed unless because the developer and I feel that the house has to be. 100%, it's at 98%, but we're, we're beginning to do these open houses just, you know, for the public. Excellent, excellent. Thank you so very much. So if you much. guys want to come and see a beautiful house, and if you have a client, better. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you very much. We're paying full 3%. Is it in Pinecrest? Where is it? Southwest Terrace? Pinecrest? Pinecrest, Pinecrest uh, it's in the south of Miami South of South Miami. Mm -hmm. It's south of Kendall Drive, US 1. So Jeff is asking a question. As I was walking the neighborhood, I came across two sellers, and this is, uh, you know, happens from time to time, Jeff, who wants to sell off market. How do I handle this situation? Going back exactly why do we, why do we want to sell the property in the first place? In a very few occasions, unless it's commercial, right? sellers want to sell off the market so again you got to go back to them and ask them what is it what is the number one reason you want to sell this property because if they truly want to sell the property they would put it in the mls like this all right the fastest way to sell a property the fastest way to accomplish their goal 
is to put it in the MLS. There are two things that sell a property. Two things. Only two things. Nothing else. Number one, price. Number two, listing it in the MLS. That's it. No, no, but I want to do, you know, postcards. Yeah, that's great. That, the postcards and the open houses and, 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 and the newspaper ads, that's for the agent to get more leads, not to sell the property. Right. So, Mr. Seller, tell me exactly the main reason you want to sell your property, because when people are ready to sell, they want to show it to everybody, to everybody. Now, that's different in commercial because they don't want, you know, their employees to know they don't want to their comp competitors to know that's different. But in commercial real estate, usually if they're saying off the market it's because they're not ready to sell. Right, Jeff. So find out the, the why. Can I refine a little bit the, for one of the situations it was on the market, it's a canceled, canceled uh, listing. It was on the market for 284 days and he wants that 600 and he is not willing to take less than that 600. That's it, that's simple. Listen, can you sell the, a dollar bill for the price of two? You just can't. So that, as I said, so, is that the, a, per, a, a seller or a client that you want to invest your time on? And we're going to see that. We see that all the time, right? Sellers that are priced out of the market. Sellers that, you know, that think their property is worth way more, right? And, and the reality is not. Now, I'm not saying not to take the listing. Should you take an overpriced listing or not? What do you guys think? Before you give me the answer, I don't want to compromise you. Riley Smith say it, says it, please watch that, inter, that, uh, that workshop, the listing uh, workshop. And I ask him, Riley, would you take an overpriced listing? He says, this is his answer. Every single day of the week. Why? Because the listing is going to give him presence, free marketing. And he says, you never know when that seller is going to come to his senses. Right? You always want to take the listing. Can I? Can I add to that, Orlando? Yes. I would add this. I do it, but I always do it on the condition to tell the seller that I'm fully aware he's overpriced. Very if it doesn't, within 30 days, we will consider a price reduction because if you take an overpriced listing and you don't have that condition in there, what's going to happen is eventually you lose the listing. And guess what? Riley is going to come around or Thomas is gonna come around or somebody will come around and convince the guy that he was overpriced and he'll give it to us right. and we're gonna sell it. And you know, somebody else will make the money, but not you. Right. So well, I have one right now like that. I took it and I say, I mean, it's worth about 550. They wanted five, I said, let's list it at 565, five, to be in the range, to not be out of the, and um, they said, no, we want 595. I said, you're overpriced. I mean, I'm willing to test the waters if you're willing to come down. If nothing happens in 30 to 45 days, we're lowering the price. I want to make sure I keep the listing because otherwise they're going to go to somebody else. Jeff's going to come around and convince the guy that Thomas was silly taking the listing at that price and Jeff is the best now, right? You're going to get it done, but of course they're going to lower it. And this has happened to me many times, by the way, where I lose the listing and my next door competitor comes in and sells it, by the way, within a week. Once they lower the price, I work for six months, nothing, and the guy takes the week. How does it make you feel? Yeah. There is but a thing in real estate. 
that, that goes like this, right? It said, and it's a little bit strong, but it's just a saying. I didn't say it. I'm just repeating it. All right. So don't, don't, don't blame it on me, but it goes like this in real estate. I, I, I know you, you hear this one, Thomas, before. You want to be the first child, the second wife, the third realtor. You understand the joke? Yeah. Right? The first child gets all the attention. The second wife gets all the, you know, all the, 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 the nice things. And the third agent gets the property sold, you know, to, to Thomas' point. Right? Again, that's not me. That's something. Thank you. Thank you, Rosalind, for laughing. Thank you, Jeff, for laughing. It's not me. And I, I know it was strong. Thank you, Athena, for, for laughing. Okay, now you guys are laughing. Later, I see you guys laughing. Again, it's just a saying in real estate. It, it, but it, ha it has a lot of truth, right? The third agent usually is the one that gets a property sold. But again, but again, and it hurts, like Thomas said, right? I've been working on this for six months, and then this agent comes, lowers the price, and sells a property in a, in a week, and they look like geniuses. But in, this, in those six months, if we're using the property the right way, we're generating seller's leads. And if we are communicating with the seller in a weekly basis, the six things we need, right? The six things, Mr. Seller, these are the number of purpose for sale, average price, average price per square foot, highest, lowest for sale, and this on the market, we're communicating to the seller and they know exactly why the property is not selling because it's overpriced. We're letting them know, we're giving them that information, all right? So Lou, Lou said, agreed, and she, she, uh, she laughed. Susan said, truth be told. Edna said, laugh of laugh. laugh. That's, Laura says, that's horrible. It's horrible, but I said, Laura, it's not me. It's just a saying in real estate. You're going to hear it from somebody else anyway. That's, again, that's uh, something in our, uh, in, our, in, our, in our market. Anthony, the longer the overpriced listing stays on the market, the client has to pay mortgage, monthly utilities, et cetera. Exactly. So we want to make sure that they understand the financial ramifications of keeping the property on the market, right? And many times, yeah, you might get the higher price six months later, but that higher price, right, is less than all you have to pay for those six months, right? So I think we had a great, great session today, 11 a.m. Remember, guys, if you want to be part of Clubhouse, if you want to get into there, it's not only to listen to us, uh, uh, but every single day, different conversations about real estate and many other things. Uh, email me at Orlando at MonteroOrganization.com. If I have enough invitations, I will send them to you. If you want the lead, uh, the, uh, the, the email list uh, for owners in your area, also email me, Orlando at MonteroOrganization.com, and I will get back to you with that information, right? Thank you very much, Orlando. Thank you very much for that comment. Really, really appreciate it. Big hugs to everybody here today. Thank all right, we're here you. to help you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. All right, remember to interact in the forum. I'm here. Our team is here to help you grow your business. The more questions you ask, the more answers we give you, and the faster you improve your business. All right, thank you very much, guys. See you face to face next Monday, and I'll see you in the forum this week. Take care, guys. Bye bye.